0: We welcome the Chicago Teachers Union president, Stacy Davis Gates, to the Lisa Den Show. Stacy, I think the last time we spoke, people were anticipating you were gonna throw your hat into the ring for mayor and you had told us no, you were not going to do that. That has been the truth, but Brandon Johnson is really who this who your union is supporting, right?
1: Yeah, we're very excited about Brandon. We think Brandon is the right type of partner. Um, for what we're experiencing in the city currently, um, people need to see um, a way forward with an organizer, with someone um, who is rooted and grounded in the city, um, whose children attend the Chicago public schools, and understands violence from a very personal perspective. He lives in the Austin community. Um, we just think that Brandon is everything that this city deserves. Stacy, the last go-around, you supported Chewy Garcia, who might still come into the race. Why did you not hold off to see if he was going to be a candidate, and will it change the equation if he is? Um, it doesn't change the equation. Um, I think what it does is it continues to reiterate the reasons why it's Brandon. Um, Brandon doesn't take days off. He's willing to work in coalition. He's willing to partner um, you know, Brandon doesn't run away from fights. He sticks right to a fight and he sees it through. Um, I think my my confidence in Brandon um, was built when Rahm Emanuel closed 50 schools in this city. Um, night after night, listening to the, the tears and the pleas and the begging of parents um, to make their schools whole and to not close them. You know, he was there in lockstep with the community. He was there in lockstep with the parents. He didn't shy away from that fight. He didn't shy away from the pain. And he didn't shy away from also rebuilding after 2013. Um, our school district has gotten stronger. Um, by the end of this contract, we'll have a nurse and a social worker in every single school. Um, we will have um, bilingual education supports in our schools because we've enshrined it in our contract. Um, so not only was he there for, probably one of the most traumatic periods in um, Chicago Public Schools history with um, Mayor Oral control.
0: But he's also been there to help pick up the pieces and um, rebuild. So anything that comes out of the Chicago Teachers Union then against Mayor Lightfoot looks like it's really just because you're supporting Brandon Johnson.
1: Um, I mean, that's, that's the cynical way of seeing it. Or we could just go back to 2019, where everyone in the city, um, look, you haven't had a mayor in the city who was more popular than Mayor Lightfoot. You didn't have a mayor in this city who promised more to Chicago. This is a mayor who has underdelivered, um, quite frankly, who copy and pasted all things good for Chicago and has delivered on um, very few things of anything. And so, you know, just like what was on the front page of the Chicago Sun Times uh, this um, just uh, today, this morning. Yeah, let's talk about um, that. Yeah, like the this mayor, like previous mayors, have used the Chicago Public Schools um, bank account as interchangeable city account. whereas if, you know, the mayor doesn't want to raise taxes on Chicagoans, they come to the Chicago Public Schools and um, shift the cost here and there. And that's been done for a very long time. And now with um, the elected school board, becoming a reality every day we get closer to it. Folks are trying to understand what the um, budget really looks like in the light of day and not under mayoral control. And what we're finding is that the mayor has used the budget of CPS as more of a political piggy bank to get themselves out of trouble when they didn't want to raise taxes.
0: Stacey Davis-Gates, the Union president of the Chicago Teachers Union is joining us. The headline she's talking about is unless CPS secures a huge source of new revenue, it could face a deficit of a whopping $600 million. But that's $600 million by the year 2050?
1: Yes, it is. Well, that's the legacy cost from the Municipal Pension Fund. Um, look, you even have a candidate, so it's not just Mayor Light, but you got to even put Paul Vallis in this. Paul Vallis has been around long enough to understand Um, the impact of pension holidays. In fact, when he was running the Chicago Public Schools, that's when um, the mayor, under his direction, embarked on um, a pension holiday. So what we're seeing is that the chickens have come home to roost and that they, they, being city leadership, mayor, this mayor, and mayors before her, have shifted costs from the city to the schools. And so by, what is it, 2050, the school will have to absorb all of the bad checks that the city leadership, Daley, Rom, and Lightfoot wrote on behalf of the city and now we will saddle our children with it. We don't think that's fair, of course.
0: So I've got to ask you, too, because a lot of people are texting. John Williams said, how is it that the Chicago Teachers Union came out so quickly against Dr. Powers at college at Jones College Prep and asked for his dismissal while the investigation is still underway? Well,
1: this is in um, the principal's first rodeo. So I I think that is the misnomer here, is that this was the first thing. In fact, um, black uh, children, black girls, in fact, have been at the fore of a lot of the abuse that has happened at Jones, and that abuse is ongoing. Um, I would say that it came to a head, quite frankly, um, during remote learning. Um, Many of the selective enrollment uh, schools, the children there, the young people there, um, they began to amplify what they perceived as disparate treatment, anti-Black treatment, um, anti-immigrant sentiment, and they began to express themselves. Um, Last spring, there was a very heated local school council meeting at Jones where many of these things came to the fore. Um, so this is not the first time. This is the time where it's been the headline, but there have been other headlines leading to this one. Typically, in situations like this, people are frequent flyers. They're not. This isn't their first rodeo. People rarely get uh, dismissed or suspended for their first rodeo. Um, these are things that have happened repeatedly and over time.
0: Stacey Davis-Gates, the president of the Chicago Teachers Union, is on the Lisa Dent Show. Someone just sent in a text and said, Stacey, should teachers increase their share of pension contributions from the current 2% to 8.5%, which most, most city employees contribute? Well, let me, let me say
1: it like this first, because I think people continue to have a bad understanding of what pensions are and aren't. Pensions are basically deferred compensation. So, we're at the intersection of a teacher shortage, right? And that teacher shortage is because we cannot recruit new um, educators into the profession. And um, many of the districts across the country, Chicago included, have a tough time retaining those teachers. Juxtaposed to that is a shortage of um, uh, teachers of color as well. So, you have this confluence of all of these things. So the question is not whether or not teachers should pay more into pensions. The question is, do we still want to have skilled and educated professionals coming into the teaching profession? And do we want to compensate them in ways that respect
0: their education, their expertise and their skill? And, and Stacey, Stacy It has been said, it has been reported that one-third of Chicago public schools are less than a half full. And you talked about the horror of closing schools and how that impacts students and parents. With a, a budget shortfall that eventually you will be facing for CPS, is that inevitable that more schools close? Well, nothing is inevitable, right?
1: Um, I think what we understand is that the Chicago public schools has to be like General Motors. It has to be too big to fail. I think that every stakeholder has to agree that the Chicago public schools is too big to fail. At Chicago Teachers Union, we've already made that decision. We made that decision back in 2010, which is why we fight as hard as we fight. So I think this is the answer. I think that we have to um, reexamine how we're having school. Listen, uh, Lisa, we are talking to principals. We are talking to parents. We are talking to our members. We are talking to every stakeholder in the Chicago public schools to make sure that our collective voices are at the fore in moving our district beyond the pandemic. The pandemic has changed, transformed, mm-hmm. um, done lots of things to every facet of our society. And the one thing that I cannot get over is how the Chicago Public Schools believes that they can continue to have school in the same way that it did Prior to the pandemic, we're right. going to have to do more. We don't just have a and, pandemic of COVID. We have a right. pandemic of violence in this city that's seeping into our school communities.
0: And Stacy, will you come back and we have a bigger conversation? Absolutely. Anytime. Awesome. And thank you for having us today, Lisa. Thank you. Stacey Davis Gates. Steve has your news next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom on 720 WGN.